0: mental health warriors. How are we doing out there? It's Cliff Bauman, your mental health warrior. I hope everybody's having a great week. And so far, they had a great weekend. It's it's really great to uh, have you all back. I'm excited about today. Um, I get a lot of questions, you know, as I went on this journey as a mental health warrior and telling my story of hope, that a lot of veterans out there through their writings, um, you know, maybe have written a book or thought about writing a book or encouraged. And they want to know about, you know, how to get that book published. And there's very different ways to do it. And I'm, I'm very happy and excited to have uh, Hobbs Allison on with me today. He's from Amplify Publishing. And he's going to kind of go and walk you through those steps on, you know, if you're a veteran out there and you, you've written a book, if you have literature, if you have art, or if you have any ways or any type of book or ever thought about publishing something, uh, I thought it'd be really great to have him on. And uh, have him kind of explain that process. He's a he's a pretty cool dude. I've had lots of <laughs> conversations with him. So uh, you know, kick back, enjoy, and I hope you enjoy the show today. It's going to be a great one. You know, Kevin, the producer, he'll probably pop in every now and then. You guys know him by now. And uh, and so with that, Hobbs, I want to welcome you to to the Mental Health Warrior Podcast. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you
1: absolutely, Cliff. And um, you know, first and foremost, you know, we we've, we've discussed this before, but thank you. For your service and everyone out there is listening to the podcast. You know it's uh, it's 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 an amazing um, a, a, amazing thing that you guys do, and um, it never never goes by a day, never a day never goes by when I uh, hope they don't reach out to, to say thank you to the service members. So just want well, to know, put we, that out there first.
0: Yeah, well, we, we appreciate that. And I know all my viewers really appreciate that. You. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten to know you over the, the couple of months. And just so for anybody who's wondering how I know Hobbs or how I came to know him, we are actually currently working on a project together. We're not going to go into that because I really wanted him to explain, um, how you go from not having anything to getting a book published and in the different ways you can go and do that. But before we get into all that, all that Hobbs, I, I really would just want to know how you got into your line of work and, and really sure. kind of where it started from. For you and 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 uh, and how you wound up in Amplify and amplifying all that, and then from there, I just kind of want to go into if if I'm Mr. You know Cliff Bomb and Joe Blow, and I got a stack of writings like that, or turn that into a book, and then how do I get it published?
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know it's a a quick short story, not that exciting, but I did not have a background in publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd uh, moved to my location, you know, kind of at a time. Uh, working in, in a different industry, um, it was uh, around 2008 where a massive shift in the credit market in, in, uh, came came to be, uh, and the industry that I was in pretty much shut down for about a year and a half. So um, I was fortunate to um, you know kind of have you know start networking and have lunch with a, a gentleman that was an entrepreneur and you know and had a publishing company, and we hit it off, and one thing led to another. Um, you know, I, I went into that hybrid world of publishing, which we'll discuss a little bit later, um, you know, roughly 10 plus years ago. Uh, and recently, about three years ago, made a move to where I am now with Amplify Publishing. You mentioned that, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, Amplify um, has various imprints underneath it. There's Amplify, there's Mascot, Subplot, Fiction, that we we handle all different genres of of publishing. Um, for different authors at any stage of that so that's a quick down and dirty on how I ended up you know in the publishing and it's uh you know yeah we talked earlier Cliff you kind of asked you know what what's unique about it I, I would see one of the the, the most exciting parts and, the, and best aspects of the job is that every project's different yeah every author's different it does you know it, it's every message is different so it's a very unique um industry and space to help people you you know whatever their message might be or whatever areas of expertise they have or whatever um, passion they have is, you know, most of the time it's coming through this, uh, a book project, Um, you know, especially, you know, in your case, um, you know, Cliff with the message that you're bringing out in in a publishing form. So that's, that's really one of the more unique aspects of it. It's just the, every project's different, every needs different, and every final outcome and goal of an
0: author is different. So it's a, uh, it's exciting time. And th- you know, that's got to be pretty amazing because if, if you go on amplify and we'll share their, their link on the, the podcast, you know, so you go out and visit them and just see, you know, the genres of different books that you guys do. And, and it's gotta be, be pretty amazing because, you know, when somebody decides to write a book or, or anything or get anything published, you know, they put a lot of heart and soul into that. Right. And so they really want to make it something that resonates with people because obviously it resonated with them or they wouldn't be doing that. Right. Sure. And, and, you know, so it's very important that if you're going out there to look for a publisher or thinking about getting something, something published, um, you know, it's important to find that publisher that really will work with you on your project, because, you know, some publishers may want to change a lot of things, some publishers don't want to change a lot of things, or some publishers will just try to make your writing better. And I really feel with you know what I've done with Amplify that that you guys are really taken with what we did, and you're going to make it so much more better than what product and what we had. And I think that's very important uh, for a lot of people to realize is is having that. I, I guess it's it's uh, you know what? Why don't you explain the different types of publishing, and then I'll go back to what question I'm going to ask because it, sure. I'm yeah, and that,
1: that, and that was kind of it. a good segue. And you know, for for anyone you know out there that's really interested in. In, in options and how, how do I, what are my options? How do I, how would I go move forward getting a book published, et cetera? Um, there's really three, three basic options in the world right now of publishing. On one end of the spectrum is what we call traditional, is what's called traditional publishing. Um, in the world of traditional publishing, those are primarily the publishers located in Manhattan and New York. Um, a prospective author would put together what's called a query letter which is you know information about themselves, their content, um, table of contents, maybe a sample or so, and then they would out they would reach out to a literary agent with that query letter. Um, ideally, a literary, and you could re- you would reach out to multiple you know literary agents. I mean, some reach out to ten, some to two hundred. Um, it's just kind of how much effort you want to put in there. I think we did um, two hundred. <laughs> we did a lot. <laughs> yeah. If. Um, you know, if if the literary agent then decides t- that they're interested in that author's project, they would sign that author, up. they would go into agreement, put together an agreement to represent that author, mm-hmm. and then that literary agent, in turn, will try to sell the manuscript to the traditional publisher.
0: Um, and traditional so, publishers, that's just the bigger publishing companies, the one that... People- Simon & Schuster,
1: places like, you know, Penguin, places like that, yeah. Um, and so if that agent is successful selling that manuscript to to that publishing house, then that publishing house will edit the book, design the book, print the book, and distribute the book. Um, And if it continues to sell, if it sells enough for them to recover their cost and it continues to sell, then the author and the agent would split a a, a percentage of future sales for that. Um, You know, there's pros and cons to that. The pros obviously would be no upfront cost um, the, another pro would be just, you know, the ability to say I've had my book published by X, Y, Z. Um, you know, the, the challenge of it is, is that as a first time author or unless an author has a, what you've heard this word left, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're part of it, a plat, a massive platform. Yeah. Um, then it just becomes very difficult. I mean, it's really about a 99% chance. It's almost winning the lottery, you know? Yeah. So you know, and the other downside is you also have sold the rights to the book. You've yeah. lost creative control and you've lost ownership of the intellectual property, which, again, depending on goals of an author, that's an important aspect of the content you've created is maintaining ownership and the ability to use that ownership in a lot of different areas, uh, you know, whether it's, pop, you know, podcasts, blogs, you know, pop, professional speaking, et cetera. So traditional is on one side, on the opposite end of that spectrum, it's what's called self-publishing. Um, it's primarily utilized through Amazon's Kindle Digital Publishing. Um, some of the pros for self-publishing would be, you know, uh, openness. I mean, you pretty much can publish anything you want <laughs> yeah. on there. Um, it could be 10 pages long. It could be 500 pages long. Um, so you just upload it and you're there. Um, speed to market, you know, certainly is is a pro you know, advantage to self-publishing. And, you know, again, then other pros would be somewhat low cost, you know, of entry into that marketplace. Um, You know, some of the negatives on that would be um, you kind of end up being a general contractor for your book. You're having to, you know, organize editing, find a designer, do the cover design, do the interior layout, um, you know, manage any marketing that you're going to do, manage any revenue back and forth. So you really are, are having to manage the entire project um, as a, as a general contractor for self-publishing. And then the other challenge with self-publishing that we've probably everyone here, everyone listening's, you know, come across is that feeling of a book looking self-published. Yeah. Um, it's just, you, you know, you're limited with design, you're limited with editorial, et cetera, but, you know, you just end up with something less oftentimes less than what you'd hoped to come out of that book. So um, that's the other end of the spectrum. And, and where a company like Amplify operates um, is in the world of hybrid publishing. So hence the name, it's kind of a blend of, of both sides of, that, um, of, of, the spe- of the end of the spectrums that I mentioned. Um, with hybrid publishing, um, you would engage a publisher with expertise in editing design, marketing, distribution, um, printing, et cetera, and utilize and and work with that team to bring the book at whatever level, at whatever start point you're at to whether it's how much editorial need, how much, you know, the cover design, et cetera. You'll be involved with them and have a team of experts on your team um, building the book at the highest possible quality level um, equal to, if not sometimes better than what's coming out of Manhattan yet you're also going to retain ownership of all the intellectual property. Yeah. And importantly for a lot of authors is creative approval through the process. Yeah. So what does creative approval mean? For example, um, if the book's getting edited, um, the, our author would see the line edits and approve, disapprove, or discuss. Yeah. Cover design, for example, the author would be involved in a vision that he or she may have for that cover. Um, interior design, same thing, you know, throughout the stages of the process, you're it's benchmarked based on author approval, which, you know, because a lot of people have a specific vision and idea for their book, and we wanna be able to blend that with the expertise of the publishing world and the experts that we have on, you know, that are doing the design work and the editing work and the distribution, but also still giving that author um, you know, a say in, in the, in the eventual outcome of the book. So,
0: you know, I think that's kind of important. So, you know, as, as we went down this road, um, you know, we did have an offer from a big big publishing company, um, you know, and we looked at all spectrum, just like you talked about, we looked at traditional, we looked at hybrid, we looked at self-publishing. And one of the reasons that we chose to go with the hybrid approach was for that simple fact is that we, retain the rights of the intellectual properties of, of the book. And my fear with going into traditional publishing, not that there's anything wrong with it, but my fear is, is that if they own it, and so if they wanted to take my story or my written words a little bit differently, then I couldn't say no to that, or I would have very limited ability to to change with what they were doing. And for me, I didn't particularly care for that. For some people, that may be okay with that. It's, it's, it's what you want and how you perceive your book. Um, with self-publishing... Uh, it's just kind of what you said is you know i my concern was is you know how could i make that book better without knowing how to make it better right <laughs> right it, it's, it's, it's 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 funny but it's, it's not i mean right. so no it's true you know, yeah. yeah i mean write something and have somebody else read it it's like doing a podcast so you know, how do you get somebody to watch your podcast to be interested in right you gotta have all kinds of different content in it to get to get them to come watch and so the same way with the book so if, if If I'm writing something, or if I'm going to publish something, but I've never done it before, right? And so I don't know how to get people engaged the way I want them engaged with the product that I'm getting them. And so that becomes the art. And so for us, and the reason we chose the hybrid approach was because you guys are going to take the product that we have and make it 200 times better, but without changing the product. Because you guys are professionals and that's what you do. And, you know, for a lot of people, I think, you know, maybe for the first time they're publishing or the second time, and and depending upon what you're publishing, um, that's really a a great approach to go with. Now, there's some costs associated with doing a hybrid publisher, as opposed to the traditional, whatever, but, but keep one thing in mind, and you brought up a great point, Hobbs, is when you go with a traditional publisher, they're gonna get their money back first, right? Before you make any money, right? If you do it yourself, self-publishing, then, of course, you, you're going to make your money a little bit quicker. But I think along with self-publishing, I think with hybrid publishing, and correct me if I'm wrong if, in saying this, is I feel that whether you self-publish or do a hybrid publisher, your return on investment is going to be pretty close to the same with a lot less work if you go with a hybrid publishing. Because if you, if you publish it yourself, you have to do all the work. Sure. Right? And if anybody has dealt with Amazon, and there's nothing wrong with Amazon, Amazon will always take their money first, right? And so the amount of money, and and how do you, if you're going to self-publish, get that book into the big bookstores, right? Or get it seen by somebody else outside of Amazon? And that's really where the benefit of having a hybrid publisher comes in, because you guys can can take that next step and get that book out there in other genres that maybe you may not be able to get into if you self publish. Would that be a fair statement to say?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. You know, and I think the other thing to, to remember, and, you know, again, different, different authors, you know, different messages, different goals, you know, there's, there's, you can, you want to find the right fit. Um, The one thing that I found with, with the books, you know, is one of them is that, you know, it is, it is a, uh, Kind of the gift that keeps on giving, you know. It's much like social media this day. You know, once yeah. it's out there, it's no pulling it back. You know, and so for uh, uh, many, many, many of our authors, the overwhelming majority, that's that's really an important aspect to remember: is that they want this book done at a level and quality that's going to not only represent them, their brand, but you know, be moving many years forward. You know, um, and. know, oftentimes I I end up talking with authors that might have made a you know stubbed their toe in that self-publishing world the first time out, Um, and then you know understanding how important it is to have a a book look like a book, talk like a
0: book, and walk like a book, you know, versus one that you're like, what what is this? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and I think that's important. It goes back to what I was saying is that you know when you're writing a book is. Is you know you got probably about what what would you say the first ten pages you got to get somebody roped into finishing that book because if you know because I know I'm that way if if I start reading a book and it doesn't grab my attention uh, in the first couple of pages I'm chances of me finishing that book is like zero. Well, that
1: together with you know the other you know saying you don't judge a book by a cover is 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 not the truth. (laughs) You hundred percent do you know so um, you know a good design can bring people in and then like you said you know, different people have different stages of how far they're willing to work with a book, like, you know, like a bad movie or something, you know, but um, uh, yeah, it's it's just important. And, you know, that's one of the advantages, having quality editorial work done after your writing's completed. You know, I, I tell authors many times, you, you don't want to try to sit down and write a perfect manuscript, you know, just, just get what you want to get out of your head onto the laptop, and then different editors have different levels of expertise and can help shape that content into making it that pleasurable read that you're talking about cliff with um where you're 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 wanting to continue to to read and move forward in the in the story so
0: you know and 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 and, you know me we've all we ran it i had a an old boss of mine he he wrote a book i think it was called the lazar covenant and you know it was a fictional book but you know uh, you know, he was my boss, so I got him to sign it. You know, this was a lot of years ago, but you know, you read the first five pages of that book, and next second, you know, you're four chapters in. You know, <laughs> you just didn't want to put it down, right? And so, I think every author, you know, wants to have that, you know, response, and you know, they want somebody to to get the same emotionals they did as they were writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you brought up a great point, you know. I think there's all kinds of books out there on how to how to write a book, right? <laughs> That's kind of funny in itself. Buy a book on how to write a book, but it's important, <laughs> you know. um yeah. You know, but because it takes a level of equipment You know, they say write a couple of chapters a day or do this that, but you, but you you know for us, you know, just getting it on paper, you know, just starting that, you know. And if you're yeah. if you're a person out there and, and you've kept a diary of things and you want to post your diary, you know, just just you know, r- write that. And, and if you decide to go with a hybrid publisher, they're going to look at that and they're going to take what you have and put it in a way that when somebody reads the book, they'll understand it because you guys have that expertise, right? So Cliff Bauman's never read a book. I don't know how to write a book to make somebody want to buy a book and read the book, but you as a publisher know what that needs to be done or what that needs to look like. Uh, I think is that, Yeah, no, I 100%
1: agree. I mean, that's and that's one of the beauty of beauties of, of, of working with that hybrid is that you're, you're leaning on expertise in all facets of the publishing experience, but also still, you know, very much involved with the outcome of the story or content, or, you know, whatever type of book it's going to be. So it's, it really is, you know, kind of the best of both worlds.
0: You know, and, and that's and that's a great thing. Whether now on, on Amplify, can you talk about maybe some of the books that, that you publish that are out there and, and 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 kind of and and maybe talk like that? So somebody go out there and, and want to check out your website and maybe you know buy sure. one of the books, one of the offers you the author, authors that you have out there. <laughs> yeah uh, sorry, my dog yeah. just ran by the door making it. Don't on me for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um so you know, the Amplify website. Is amplifypublishing.com. Um, we also have a uh, mascotbooks.com. So, in the world of publishing, you kind of have a company and then multiple imprints underneath that. Okay. Um, Amplify uh, is our thought leadership, big idea, um, current affairs, uh, some political books. Um, it really focuses in around the nonfiction um, area for important messages to be conveyed out into um in in a nonfiction type of of setting so um you know we we just came out with uh another uh gentleman that was a commander of the u.s navy david sears um his book smarter not harder is kind of you know working in um in that uh, as it's a perfect title too yeah (laughs) you know, working with smarter not harder um No, that's just one example. We, we do a lot of um, work kind of like in your world, um, Cliff, people that are really looking to get in front of groups and get their message out there for so professional speaking and things like that. Um, we have an author, Steve uh, Cadigan, who was with LinkedIn when it was a relatively small company and grew it from a talent management point of view all the way up through um from seven hundred to I think four thousand employees. Yeah,
0: wow, so yeah. he
1: speaks around the world and um about kind of new the work the book is Workquake, which it's a new, um, it's really you know it's about what's happened through the pandemic to come out. So really the key called, for us is
0: it was called the, what Work what Workquake Workquake
1: Yeah, I think it's uh yeah
0: yeah. I mean it's it is Workquake. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um. And then so, but yeah, I mean, the goal for us really is to um, find people that are excited about their message and using the book in a lot of different ways, Mm -hmm. Um, because that's, that's really um, from the, from the Amplify side, that's how you um, help an author create um, brand awareness about themselves and their message is to have that book and utilize it in many different assets, facets moving forwards.
0: You know, and I, and I think to somebody who, who writes a book and, and maybe it's a book about their personal stories and this, that, and the other, it, it takes a lot of courage to do that, you know, for me to go out and, and tell my story of hope and and to do the mental health warrior my podcast, you know, I have to be pretty, pretty okay with, you know, constantly talking about, you know, maybe things that aren't so great. You know, when I do my speaking events, I, I talk about my suicide attempt and in and my recovery and, and having a successful 34-year military career, even though my suicide attempt happened when You know, I was just, you know, 20 years of my career, not even. Um, And so I think, you know, when people do that, you you always want to make sure that that you're okay with the good and the bad. Right. And so you would think with what I do, why how could people say anything negative about that? Right. Because all I'm doing is talking about PTSD and suicide and getting help and stuff. But we're in the age of the Internet and the people sitting in lone dark rooms just saying mean things. And so, you know, if 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 you do write a book, it gets published and, and it's out there just I'm, this is the mental health warrior coming out right now. So I want to on. Uh, tell you with a grain of salt, you know, like my dad always said, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones, but original lies it will never hurt me. Um, and that's true. I believe that. And I instilled that in my children. And so, you know, if you if you're going to be out there and you, you publish a book and you are put your stuff out there. Just know that there's going to be people that's always going to be negative and try to go you into something. Sure. That it happened to me many times yeah. and you think it wouldn't happen, but it it does. And a lot of times I just ignore them. I I, I don't, you know, if it's not something well, that's worth <laughs> me saying or somebody that's just lashing mm-hmm. out and asking for help, that's something different. You can tell that in their words. Sure. Uh, but if it's just somebody just flat out being mean or bullying or something, I just ignore it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the thing that, that, that I always fall back on, like, I've always been so impressed that someone could actually write enough content to make a book out of it, you know, and so chances are anyone that's, that's the chances are slim that someone is, you know, being that negative towards your book has yeah. ever written a book. So right. you can always fall back on that and say, you know what, look what I did. Look at my accomplishment. Okay, I got you know?
0: that book published. You didn't right exactly exactly it is, it is a sense of self of accomplishment you know i had a, a partner that helped with mine sure and uh you know we he he did a lot and he, he probably and of course his background of course editing and stuff and his mom i mean it went through a, a whole process but that that process took us a year before we even started looking at publishers and then when we started looking at publishers you know bill and i would meet you know once a week once every two weeks and we would we had this spreadsheet. So it's always good to do your homework, mental health warriors. If you're going out there looking at a publisher, you know, it's good to go out and look at many different publishers. And I would say that we chose Amplify because they were the most open, upfront and willing to work with us that we met with any of them. And we probably had 200 publishers on this spreadsheet. And it was a three-month process. I don't know how many meetings we had with you, Hobbs. We probably drove you crazy <laughs> talking to you. But I mean, you know, we and we had, you know, uh, quite we we had quite a few offers. We, we were lucky in that, and it just really came down to having that personal connection with with Amplify is why we do I them. And I think that's important. Um, it's just like when you go into a therapist, right? I tell these people all the time if you can't have that connection with your therapist, they're not going to be able to help you. Right. And it's the same with publishing book, because that book is something personal to you, right? Because you took the time and, and the effort to write it. And so you, you are going to be very defensive of that like you are with your children, right? And, you know, it's hard to let go. I know Bill had a hard time letting go. And I'm like, you know, just gotta let go. You know, you gotta, you <laughs> know we hired him to do this process, Let him, let him do it. But you know, I get it because you know you worked on this project for so long, and it's so near and dear to you. And you want people who are going to publish your book to feel the same way. Right? That's that's how we want to project on people. And and I think it's it's important that when people do go out there and, and you're looking through the process. And that's you know why I wanted um, Hobbs to come on today. Um, and not to that I'm solely on Amplify or anything else. He's the only one I knew that was in the publishing world because of our relationship. And talk about it um you know because i you know i do get asked that a lot of questions Or how, and we just had a guest on not too long ago danae and she has a bunch of artwork and i think hey kevin um she, she talked about maybe getting her stuff published she's a writer for a newspaper and has a whole bunch of stories and talked about um wanting to do a book and that's really kind of spurred me on after we recorded her podcast to right. have you come on right and talked about that
2: everything's kind of tying in together is what we're seeing hobbs like there's a yeah. reading, there's a, there's a reason, a bigger reason behind all these, you know, uh, for lack of better description, call it what it is, networking. And, uh, we're definitely all a part of something big when it comes to shedding light on what veterans face, you know, and especially combat veterans. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, she's got it. She is, uh, she's got a heart for veterans like, uh, uh, you don't see that often. I mean, she just wants, wants veterans to know same way you, and, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Even that there's that connection, yeah. you know uh, what you said, thanking veterans. Then you say, you thank veterans that, that, that ties right into what she was saying. So this, this, these networking opportunities, what's so wonderful about them is the driving force behind them is let's see what we can do for our fellow brothers and sisters, you know, it's not about us. We don't compete with one another. We work together through all, you know, whether it be, I mean, we were, I love to tell the story about how on our uh, Saturday live podcast um, just a few weeks ago, we had a veteran who was selling t-shirts promoting his business. Well, we sell t-shirts, but (laughs) we want to promote a veteran owned business. That's what we do. We promote veteran owned businesses for free at at veteran trash talk, including uh, you know, uh, the obvious, we're all about no suicides on our watch. Um, you know, that, that 22 number, um, our goal there is um, be wonderful to say that we're going to put an end to it. We're a little bit more realistic and we're going to get that number 22 below national average. Again, there's no reason why veterans should be killing themselves at a higher number than the civilian population. So um, as a whole, you have now joined that team um that is going to be a part of that resource because veterans are going to see this and say okay and and at the end i could i could see it for no other reason than being completely therapeutic it'd be like uh
1: well no that's and that's what that's what you know cliff one of the first things he mentioned is that um any any way writing can be beneficial to someone that's a good thing yeah. you know right you know, again and that goes that kind of ties in hand in hand with what i'm saying it's like you don't have to write a perfect book, right. you know, get what's in your heart and in your mind out and it it's going to pay dividends, you know, whether it ends up being a book or not. And, you know, Cliff, obviously, you know, and, and thanks for your, you know, for the kind words about amplify, you know, it is, mm-hmm. it is important um, to be a good fit, yeah. you know? And so, you know, great advice that I'm not sure you need 200 on a, on a spread list, but, you know <laughs> um, it, it is important to chat, understand your options, um, you understand your, your goals, you know, take a look at the mirror, you know, and say, okay, what am I trying to accomplish with this book? If anything, a lot of times, you know, we, you know, if it's, if it's, we have authors that sometimes, hey, this is a legacy thing, you know, yeah. I just want to get this done, um, Yeah. Um, you know, um, and whether that's a, you know, fiction book, um, a, a memoir, a, a picture book, a photo, you know, book that you described um, with that, there's a lot of, Ways that it can be beneficial to an individual mm-hmm. to um, to pursue the goal of really of, of writing and building and owning and, and having done a book,
0: you know. Yeah. You know, and that you bring up a great point because some people, you know, they just write a book to get published. Right. And they really don't care if it sells or not. They just want to get something published. They have it published. Um, obviously, with with mine, you know, it's it's not just telling my story, but I want people to take something away from it that they want to go and ask for help. And that's why we all do what we do here at Veterans Trash Talk Network with with my podcast with Throat Punch Monday, another one that I do with Lynn and then with Veterans Trash Talk on Saturday is, you know, really, we just want to support the community and and try to help. And some people may not be writing a book, but some people enjoy reading books. Right. And so you got to have all kinds of different books out there because people can find therapy through reading as much as they can through writing.
2: Definitely.
0: and you know, reading to some people is, is very important they find it you know relaxing and, and kind of a gateway to them to go into their better place or how they decompress yeah. and you know how you do that is have all kinds of different books out there right so you because you never know what, what he is gonna read a non fictional book and, and maybe the next time they want to read a fictional book right or a mm-hmm. comic book in my case you
1: know and it's even you know the the You've got, you know, and even within the industry, you know, you've got three different products, really, you know, you've got the physical book, the e- electronic book and ebook, you know, mm-hmm. and then you've got the audiobooks now, you know, so um, there's a lot of, uh, there, there's there's plenty of ways to to get that therapeutic value of getting, uh, consuming the content.
0: You know, and, and and I just thought about this, and I should talk about it earlier, just popped in my head, things just pop in my head, It's how my brain works, but anyway... <laughs> You know, and and going back to the spreadsheet, what Bill and I went through, and and this is very important. Once your book is published, and one thing you want to think about is, is if you're going to start doing speaking events, or if you're going to start doing any things, how is that book going to be uh, continually published? And what does that look like? Right? What we found out is that looks like that looks very on whichever company you're choosing from right? And so uh, some companies will will preprint X number of books for you, and then you have to pay for X number of books. Some companies will only give you X amount of books, and then you have to start a whole different process with them. And so, um, you know, Hobbs, and, and I just say that because, you know, that becomes very important. Because like I said, if you want to have a legacy book or something that's going to be out there for a while, you want to have that ability to Um, you know, let's say I'm going to go do a speaking event and I say, hey, I need to get 100 books shipped out to California. You know, that becomes very important if I can, you know, pick up the phone and call, you know, Amplify Books, say, hey, I need 100 books shipped out there because I'm doing a speaking event as opposed to, hey, I got to get, you know, 100 books shipped to my house and then I got to ship them out or I have to pay additional fees. So I say all that to say that there's a whole bunch of little nuances that go into it based on what you want your book to be and look like when you go to publish it. And that's why Bill and I had so much and spent so much research on it uh, because it's those after effects that I think sometimes people don't think about when they publish it.
1: That's a great, great point, Cliff, you know, and like, I mean, it really there's devils in the details, you know, um, and I think it can be a little overwhelming and confusing and um, because you, it's very difficult to get that apples to apples uh, yeah. comparison, you know, and um I, I always said that, you know, every everything that amplified, I in, in my philosophy and our other, you know, acquisition people's, you know, you know, philosophy is just explain in this explain the differences so that those authors know what it is, and then help them see where their goals and needs match up, you know, because circling back to what I said at the start, you know, every project's different, every you
0: know,
1: content's different, every need's different, but um, you know, like anything, there are some, I don't, I wouldn't use the word shady, but you, <laughs> there's, no, there, no, yeah, there, yeah. there are some, there are some authors that get stuck, you know, with, with publishers that, that just, they, they didn't communicate. They didn't understand, yeah. um, exactly what was being delivered and what was, was required of, of the author. So it's always tough when you talk to them someone that's been through that, but the the, the good news is, is you're getting this message out about the amount of research that you all have done. And then, you know, um, we'll always be a reference, you know, at Amplify. And, you know, so they can find me anytime. And I, I like to talk, uh, talk publishing. So,
0: hey, you know, and, that, and that's a big point, because uh, I think there was probably 10 different hybrid publishers that we were talking to along with talking with you guys. And some of the dealings are some of the things that after you talk with other hybrid publishers, we're like, mm, you know, that just really didn't sound right. And so, you know, the, the, is, is there's always good people, there's always bad people. And I don't think anybody's out there to cheat anybody or anything like that. It really boils down to you really need to do your homework. You spent all this time and all this effort to write this book and you don't want to go slack when it's time to find a publisher. And so it's very important to find somebody that that is your fit. And I will say that that you guys were probably the most responsive um, at all of them. I would say the traditional publisher was probably the least responsive, right. um, but I think that's because um, that's the nature of the business, right? Uh, you know, and I and I think, um, of course, self-publishing. It was just us talking about ourselves and how much work we want to put into it. Um, so really, you know, for us, it w- it was always going to be a hybrid solution for what we were going to do with the book. And I, I would say that we, we, we were in conversations with, with 10 and then we narrowed it down to five and then we narrowed it down to three and then we narrowed down to four. Or I mean, three, then to two. And then we finally chose, chose you guys. And I think we made the right choice for, for our project and our book. Um, what about ready to, to, to finish up here, Hobbs? Do you have anything else you'd like to share with anybody watching the show? Um, we are gonna show your website at the end. So people go out there and look at those great books that Amplify has. And, you know, yes. go ahead and you can order directly from your website. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, you can. there's, um, so there's mascotbooks.com as well as amplifiedpublishing.com. Great. So uh, mascot generally is more broad genres, more, you know, fiction, et cetera. And, okay. that, and, and with those books, lots of children's books. We had a great, great story about the kind of mascot 1.0, our founder and CEO, Naren RL, um, wasn't, in the publishing industry. And this is 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Um, but his daughter, um, kept asking about the mascot, his alma mater's mascot, the Virginia tech Hokie, you know, the, for the football team, he was trying to watch football and she kept talking about the mascot. So on a whim, he, uh, printed 5,000 books and, uh, had to figure out how to sell them and, uh, came across the intersection of licensing and sports and started doing uh, more and more children's books for New York Yankees, Dallas Cowboys, the Ohio State Buckeyes, et cetera. And so as you're finding out Cliff, once you have a book and people know about the book, they all wanna know how you did it and yeah. why you did it. You know, hence what, hence what we're talking today. Well, the same thing happens as a publisher. Once you have success, they want you to help them in other genres. So yeah. mascot 2.0 is kind of expanding to other genres. And then the the Amplified Publishing has been around now for nearly four years. And that's kind of taken that nonfiction thought leadership space and things. So um, we have pretty much all genres covered um, throughout between mascot books and Amplified Publishing. So um, it's a very exciting time. Um, We're growing. We're as you know, as you found out, you were talking about the the responsiveness, you know, I, I laugh all the time that publishing is one of the few industries that seems to be getting slower rather than faster sometimes. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, Amplify is an entrepreneurial comp- company. Um, we've got 30 t- full-time employees um, located right outside of D.C. and um, in Herndon. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just an exciting time. We're bringing on, uh, you know, more and more authors that, 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 yeah. that really have an impactful message that needs to get out there. And that's, that's where we, we gain a lot of joy in what we're doing is getting these messages that need to be heard, you know, whether it's in the diversity and inclusion or, you know, suicide prevention, you know, or a CEO is how I did it, why I did it, you know, sharing his success, that sort of thing. So, um, please reach out anytime, um, both websites have, uh, information you can, you know, fill out and certainly, you know, Cliff. Glad to talk to anybody. So, if you want to make any introductions, post this with me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm always available.
0: Oh, absolutely. And and if anybody watching this podcast, if you want to to reach out to Amplify, just like Mister Hobbs said, you know, please please do so uh, through their website or you can message me at Mental Health Warrior. i will be more than happy. Um, you know, I you're a busy man. You know, one thing I want to say real quick is is why when Bill and I was doing the research in Amplify, and we, and we actually looked at your website. We looked at what books you were publishing, and then we went to bookstores to see if we could find your books in bookstores. And then we tried to find out how many of those books you were selling, right? (laughs) And so I'm telling you, when we did anal research, we did anal research, and we did this with all the publishers. Wow. You know, so, I mean, when I tell you that we had a spreadsheet... I mean, it, it was it. We had a spreadsheet, brother. We we were we were really into it. Maybe too much. I I, I don't
1: I think I, I think you're going to talk after this, uh, Cliff. I want to I want to see that spreadsheet. I'd be more than curious to look we'll at it.
0: I haven't said it. Have him I know it, it. I know as we were going through the process, we, we took things off of it. Um, but yeah, I'll have him send it to you. Cause I mean, we would, you know, Bill would call me on the phone. It's like, okay, I'm over here at the, the PX you know, on base. And, you know, I see this book and I see that book, but I'm going to go over to Barnes and Noble at, at Potomac Mill and see if that book's over there. And then I'm going to ask the lady behind the counter if she knows how many of this book they've sold. <laughs> i mean that's awesome I mean, yeah i mean you know that's all right hey we were gonna do it right and
1: proprietary you know, information you're trying to gain there Yeah, you know? i know we
0: were trying to we, we were being sneaky about it but uh but that's you awesome. know you know for us that was important because you know it's a, just with anybody it's an important story and and we wanted to make sure that you care for your products yep as, as much and, and the only way we're going to know that is by doing the research to see if if Amplify, and we did that, with maybe not. when I mean, we got down to the last five. That's really when we started looking like that kind of sure. detail. Right. Um, but, you know, right. because that becomes, because you don't just have your book published and then they throw it on the back shelf and forget about it. And, right. you know, don't advertise it or do the media behind it, all, all kinds of things. If you're not like me, to have a podcast and do speaking mm-hmm. events and things. You know, it, you how know, are you going to get your book advertised? And that's sure. important. That, that was important for us.
1: Yeah, and I think it's, you know, it is, it, you, you do touch, I know we're kind of wrapping up, you do touch on a, on a, um, a wrap, yeah, uh, uh, an important point there. You know, you're, uh, the marketing and branding, a lot of that is is yeah. really, you want to think way far in advance at the start of the book, you know, who do I know, what, um, what types of contacts have I made in the past, you know, really trying to figure out your target market. One of the things that we always want to see is a, as an author that knows, knows what lane he or she is in, you know, if yeah. someone comes to us and says, Hey, I've got a book that's, everyone's going to love, you know, that's, that's red flags, you know, <laughs> that means no one's going to be interested in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, because a, a niche market is still a big market, yeah. you know, so find what you do, what your story is about and where you can really direct your energy as an author, because it, it is part of, it's your, you know, it is your baby in a sense, this book, and you're going to want to um, connect and promote in all all types of directions. So, um, you know, there's a lot of brand building. If that's a goal, again, you know, everyone's going to have different goals, but if that's a goal, you want to start a lot sooner rather than later, as far as um, thinking about how you're going to how you're going to brand yourself, what you can do to increase your platform to whether it's social media or, uh, you know, blogs, podcasts, that sort of thing. It's important to, to jump in all in, be all in, if you will, with the book to, to help gain awareness because ultimately it's consumer, consumer preference is going to drive sales. So you've got to, they've got to know, they've got to, they've got to find out about you in one way or another. And,
0: And that's important. You know, it's, it, you know, we live in a 30 second society, Right. And so if you don't grab somebody's attention in 30 seconds, they're going to move on to 20,000 different other things on TikTok or Instagram. And there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not digging that. I'm just saying that you just got to be able to market it and get it out there you know, quickly and grab people's attention quickly. Um, and, and,
1: and create conversation around it. Yeah. You know, and that conversation can be short. You know, it doesn't have to be a long, detailed conversation. But any conversation right. about about a book is good. is a good conversation, whether it's via media, old, old media, new media, et cetera. That's
0: awesome. Um, well, Rob, I want to go uh, Hobbs, Robs, sorry. Uh, so I'm going to wrap this up. But hey, Mental Health Warriors, I want to thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you learned something from Amplify. We'll share those websites out there so you can go out there and look at the different books, both on Amplify and Mascot. Uh, find something you enjoy and if you're an author and you wrote a book or if you're in the process of writing a book please reach out to them um, my disclaimer is is we chose them because of our research and we talked about that research so please go out there do your research and find that publisher that fits best with you and your project so my mentor health warriors you guys have a great week and take care rock on